Hi folks, Curtis Shelburne here, and welcome to the Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. A good place just to be and breathe and hang out for a while as we share some words about life in Christ. And that's all of it, I think. Life, that is. The good, the bad, the fun, the sad, the deepest joys, the toughest sorrows, all of it. I think we're going to have a good time, and I hope you enjoy this. I hope you tell your friends about it, and I hope you come back. This episode, episode number 36, is entitled, Wednesday's Meeting Has Been Moved Forward. I'll explain more about that in just a bit. A lot of this episode is going to be about time, I'll tell you that much right now. You know, a lot of things have been odd and kind of felt weird, if not worse, during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'd like to talk about it as if it was completely past. I guess it's not. We're still learning how to deal with it, and right now we're still dealing particularly with the Delta variant. We'll see how that goes. All you can do is hang on for the ride. Well, there's some other things you can do, but people argue about what some of those things are. In any case, it's with us for a while, and yes, COVID probably is going to be around, and we're going to have to deal with it, but uh, we're learning, and we're still in the relatively early stages, I guess, when you get right down to it, of the learning. One of the things that has been strange to me, though, is time. Time is always strange. The way we feel about time is strange. Can you name for me a time when time has not felt a little bit strange to you, even before COVID? You know, you look at your kids and you realize, where did the time go? You look at your grandkids and you particularly realize, where did the time go? Those little guys, well, some are still little in our bunch, but the oldest ones are moving on up here a little bit, and I ask God in my prayers to bless our little ones, and I mean all of them, but I guess I'm going to have to change the phrase a little bit when I say, dear Lord, please take care of our kids and the little folks. I may have to add a line about all of those grand folks because they're not all so little anymore. Our oldest granddaughter is at present 14, and it seems like yesterday when I was holding her in my lap and rocking her to sleep as a baby. It just doesn't take long. It goes so fast. Tempus Fugit. That's a little bit of the Latin I remember from a long-ago Latin class or two. Time flies. Oh, Tempus Fugits, that's exactly what it does. It flies, and you just can't catch up with it. It seems to me that during COVID, it has flown a lot faster. During the first part of the pandemic, a lot of us were, besides trying not to get sick and trying to figure out how to best not get sick and what we needed to do, well, we were trying to figure out what we needed to do in our various work situations. For me, it was trying to figure out how in the world, when corporate worship together is denied us, how can we best help people lift their hearts up in worship? And we used a lot of technology and that sort of stuff. And then we were glad when that finally changed and we could meet back together again in person. But then it's different, you know, and there are more things that you have to do. And you do some of those different things that you're glad you're doing, really. But they are different. We were working so hard, moving so fast. And yes, there is never a time when time flies any faster than when you're moving fast. 
and you've got almost more than you can handle. And of course, we had a lot of that. A lot of the markers that we usually recognized as time markers were removed. At least some of them were. And again, in my case, I'm thinking back to corporate worship. Sunday, my week pretty much revolves around Sunday. Now, unlike the jest that I've heard, oh, 50 or 60 million times that got over being funny about uh, 59 million times or so ago, I don't work just on Sundays. But my week is pretty much focused in many, many ways on Sundays. And even the Wednesday nights, of course, when we couldn't meet. Well, there's another time marker taken away. And I found myself a lot of the time just wondering, what day is it? Even occasionally, I'll have to admit, what month is it? I mean, how far along are we in this thing? How far do we have to go? It just is kind of mind-boggling, kind of literally. Time goes so fast anyway. C.S. Lewis talked about the passage of time and how it seems strange to all of us, and he says that itself seems strange, and yet there's some comfort in that. If we were creatures that were meant to live in time, surely it wouldn't seem so strange. But what if we're meant to live in eternity? What if that explains at least a big part of the reason that time feels so strange to us? We're always at odds with it. God didn't create us to live in it. Well, C.S. Lewis says that that is kind of instructive. Supposedly, you would guess a fish would never feel strange living in water. That's the medium he was created to live in. If we feel strange living in time, maybe that says that we really weren't created to live in time. Just something to think about, and I think it's worth thinking about. It gives me a great deal of hope. But a lot of the time, my relationship with time doesn't feel that hopeful. I always feel like I'm running to try to catch up. I felt that way a lot during COVID, the pandemic. And other times, I feel like time is about to squash me like a bug because I've got so many deadlines and other things that are facing me. And so we have, I know I have, a bit of a dicey relationship with time. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a bit. Here's a little bit of an ad for you. A long time ago now, there's time again, I wrote a book entitled How to Measure a Rainbow. I wrote it when rainbows hadn't been co-opted quite as seriously as they have been, and we won't talk about that right now. But How to Measure a Rainbow, it's centered on the book of Ephesians. It is far more Max Lucado-like. Now, I certainly didn't rise to his level, but it's far more Lucado-like. It tells a lot of stories and things. It's written in popular, I hope, easy to read and understand and enjoy language. It's a lot more Lucado-like than it is commentary-like. Again, I don't claim to come anywhere near his level of quality, but it is a lot more Lucado-like then it is a scholarly commentary on the book of Ephesians. I'm not equipped to do that, but I am equipped to love the book, and I mean the book of Ephesians, and so I'll bet are you. And so a lot of the stories and the things that I talk about in the book just might be the kinds of things that interest you, and I hope have in them some nuggets of delight and joy. I think they're found in the book of Ephesians in so many places. Anyway, the book is available in hard copy form, I can send it to you from my website. It also is available on Amazon. You can get it in Kindle format there for way too cheap, may I humbly say. And as of last year, 
I finally managed to read it. I did the audio narration of the book and have it listed there on audible.com. And so if you'd like to have the audio version of the book, it's available there too. I don't know how many of those I've sold at this point, but I did it mainly for my grandkids. I wanted them to be able to listen to that if they wanted to down the line and hear Papa reading it to them. But I'll let you read it too. Check it out. There's a five-minute introduction, a five-minute sample, both on Amazon and on Audible in that audio form. And as I said, the book book is also certainly available, as is the Kindle book. And so that's my ad for today. And now, let's focus on faith. Good morning. Well, it may or may not be morning as you're listening to this, but I hope you had a good one. And I hope you have, tomorrow morning, an exceptionally good one. Forgive me, though, for even considering such, but I should admit to you that I almost planted an exclamation point at the end of morning here. It is indeed morning as I'm writing this. I've eased into light speech and a little thought, but that I would ever even consider assailing your mental ears this early in the day with the kind of volume implied by that loudest of punctuation marks, well, I apologize for almost falling into such brutish behavior. Those two words, followed by an exclamation point, become a contradiction in terms. I really think that the wise man in Proverbs was particularly wise when he wrote in chapter 27, verse 14, If anyone loudly blesses their neighbor early in the morning, it will be taken as a curse. I particularly like the way that Eugene Peterson paraphrases this in the message. If you wake your friend in the early morning by shouting, Rise and shine! It will sound to him more like a curse than a blessing. And isn't that true? I'm not all that excited about rising in the morning and shining. We'll need to wait for a while. Please don't bang the lights on and speak to me loudly. Give me a little time and I'll ease into it. So, settling for the more civil anti-meridium, as in a.m. for morning greeting, we move on into the day. Fire up, log in, open up the computer, delete a few dozen ads and several phishing attempts masquerading as legitimate emails, and peruse this real one. Note to Committee on Committees members. Wednesday's meeting regarding the creation of another committee to further complicate the lives and work of the many-too-many committees already created to complicate our lives has been moved forward by two days. Okay, did you hear that? Here's the question. Is that Wednesday meeting, quote, moved forward by two days, end quote, now set for Monday or Friday? Okay, pause here. Take your time. Don't lock in your vote and alter your calendar too quickly, but do take notice of your first reaction. Moved forward by two days days. Is it now set for Monday 
or is it set for Friday? Again, pause. Take your time with this. Don't lock in your vote and alter your calendar too quickly. But yeah, your first reaction is probably a very good one. Although I'm going to tell you, you can't fail this little test. You didn't know it was a test, did you? It really isn't. You can't fail it. I would say to you that it's clear to me that the meeting is now set for Monday. But I also know, and so do you, that a significant number of other folks will be quite sure that the meeting is now set for Friday. If we're the ones wording the message, we know very well that we'd better spell out the day or confusion will reign. Two groups, half the size of the whole, will find themselves meeting on two different days, four whole days apart. The confusion hinges on that simple word, forward. According to author, psychology lecturer, and BBC broadcaster Cynthia Hammond in her book Time Warped, the little vignette above illustrates how very practically in our daily world the way we associate time and space and the way we feel about time moving separates us into two groups. Hammond says that those like me who now plan to head to the meeting on Monday see time itself as moving, quote, like a conveyor belt, unquote, the future coming towards us. Like a conveyor belt, the future heading our way. Those who plan to meet now on Friday see themselves as moving in time towards the future. As Hammond writes, quote, either you stay while the future comes towards you, or you move along towards the future. It's the difference between thinking that we're fast approaching Christmas or that Christmas is coming up fast, she says. Either point of view is defensible. The point is each of us defaults into one or the other. I find this sort of thing fascinating, but far more important than whether the future is heading toward me or I'm heading toward the future is the fact that my father holds all of time and all of the times of my life in his warm hand. All time is his time. His love is never moved back or pushed forward. It just always is, because he's the great I am. His love is always there for you and me, yesterday, today, and forever. See you Monday. But my vote is that we cancel and spare the world one more meeting and one more committee. Well, again, thank you for joining us on this Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. I'm so glad you chose to join us. And I hope you'll come back and spend some time with us again. If you like it, why don't you tell some friends about it? Sure would appreciate it. Have a great day.